I could see how um, if there's a disagreement, then mm-hmm. maybe you can't really move forward. That's I don't know. That might be a um, that could be a deal breaker. A deal breaker for somebody. Yeah. But it's better to find out, you know, early on than exactly. before you get really deep into the relationship. Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. My name is Linda and my husband, Will. Oh, you went formal today. Oh, I like that. I like I that intro. I know. <laughs> He's wifey of the year just oh, for goodness. that. Valentine's is coming. What are you buying me? Oh, wow. You're going to go right there, <laughs> huh? Put me on blast? Yeah. Um, I, You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I got something <laughs> coming. What? Something. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. It's a surprise. I, I'm not. Why would I tell you now? It's not even there yet. <laughs> oh crap! Is it a week away? Yeah. Let's see. Amazon now delivers two hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like, so I got some time. I like coffee. I like chocolates. I like gift cards. You like a lot of things, love. I know. I, know. I, hmm. I like how you're listing it. Not very uh, discreet, are you? No. Dropping those hints. I would rather get what I want. Yeah? Yeah. Interesting. Than gifts I will never use. Mm. <laughs> uh, did you hear me drinking just right now? Yeah. You're People stressful? are probably going to hear me drinking coffee. Oh, you- by the way, it's already what? Like almost six o'clock at night? Yeah. So we're drinking coffee. Decaf. Decaf, though. That's when you know you're a coffee addict. Yeah. <laughs> when you purposely buy decaf. Coffee. So you- that you can drink at night. What's your favorite? What do you mean? What are you drinking? Oh, this? Oh, man. I don't even know the name of it. Something Del Canto. Yeah. Bel Canto or Del Canto? I don't know. Something. (laughs) Whole Foods. Whole Foods? Whole Foods brand Allegro. Is it? I don't think that's a Whole Foods brand. It's probably not a Whole Foods brand. But they sell it at Whole Foods. Yeah. So we've got it at Whole Foods. Yeah. Anyways. It's one of my favorites, actually. Yeah. It's it's a good roast. It is. Well, it's crazy because then we drink coffee in the morning. And you know that we have to. <laughs> See, now we're really sounding like addicts. Have to. I know you for sure. I feel bad for your coworkers if you don't get your coffee in the morning. That's how you make me one every morning. Mm. I didn't know that. A quad shot. Part of being a husband is also having barista duties. <laughs> <laughs> Along with everything else. I mean, I think the expre- espresso machine is our best investment so far. Yeah. Or one of Love our... Love it. Yeah. Love it. Because every morning we used to rush to a coffee shop. I but know. then it was eating in our, our time for um, our morning ritual. Mm-hmm. And... You just never know, too. When you get there, it, it could be packed or it could be empty. And it was just so inconsistent. And, you know, you're on, on your rush to, to work. So yeah. it, it became a little too stressful. So it's nicer to just have the ability to make coffee at home. Yeah, and sometimes I was getting frustrated because there were like four people in line, but then it took 20 minutes to get a cup of coffee. I never understand that. It's crazy. Same here. People are just chilling. (laughs) Yeah, like, what are you doing back there, man? Like, (laughs) we can make a cup of coffee way faster, you know? Just just move over. Let me take over the machine. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. I'm glad we have one now. I know. So, life changer, game changer. If you don't have one, highly recommend to get your own. 
uh, espresso maker or coffee maker or something. Yeah, it pays for itself for sure. We yeah, saved a lot of money from. We didn't realize too how much we were spending, spending. on coffee, coffee every day. Yeah, until we started breaking down you our finances. And you add the tip and add all that the tips stuff. and. And sometimes the we'll time. get snacks there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was getting expensive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all right, though. It's okay. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I think we had to go through that to appreciate, you know, just having that luxury feel. Like someone making coffee for you is nice. nice. Well, I guess that didn't, that didn't really change for you, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we enjoyed talking to the baristas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When they know your name, right? Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's kind of nice. The usual? Yeah. The usual? We just walk in and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really nice. So what are we talking about tonight? So tonight we're talking about um, how to make a long distance relationship work. Ooh. Right. Well, we had a, we experienced that for a little bit yeah. for about a year. It wasn't that easy though in the beginning. No, it wasn't. And kind of unexpected too. Yeah, totally unexpected. Yeah, I applied just to apply just to see. Well, because you went out there for for work. Yeah, I did. I didn't think I was going to get it. Mm -hmm. So I decided just to apply for an out-of-state program. Mm -hmm. And next thing I know, you got the position. Yeah. It's tough, though. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I think anybody in that situation, it depends on where you're at with the relationship, too. You know, for Mm -hmm. us, I think it was easier because we already were, we had a couple of years in in, in dating, right? In the relationship. Yeah, we were probably like five years in. Was it that long? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, I knew that. So, damn, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So, we had a good foundation, you know? So, making the long distance thing, uh, and it was only a year, I think it was a lot easier because of that. Yeah. Well, we knew there was an end. Yeah. Right? We were... That wasn't going to be permanent. That yeah. you were going to be out of state forever. And, you know, I was gonna, I was staying out in L.A., and you moved out to Arizona for a year. And we figured it out. We made it work. We did. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's like I said, if it's it someone, tough. what about someone in like a newer relationship or thinking about dating somebody that is out of state or just long distance, you know, maybe across the country? Yeah. I think if that's the case, then you need to decide early on in the relationship if you know, that person is worth pursuing and putting your energy into that. That's true. Before you get into it, you got to really think about, is this something that's, you know, you're willing to work on, right? Yeah. And if that that person is someone you could see yourself with long term, so you're not just wasting your time. Yeah. Trying to get to know that person. Well, I guess- That's like any relationship though, But that's kind of hard though. How do you know if you want to be with the person if you don't really know them? You don't. You you have to date a little bit, you right? You kind of have to. So I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess you could date a little and then... I think with kinda... the long distance, if it's a brand new relationship and let's say you barely know each other, there's no foundation in the relationship yet, You and you want to give it a shot because you really like the person or you maybe potentially see a future with that person... I don't. I guess, like again, it's hard to say, right? But yeah. maybe if you're gonna go into it, then you both better be committed to making, putting in the effort, right? So, like one of the things we did was 
um, scheduled times to talk to each other every single day, even as busy as we were, we made sure, hey, this, at this time, we're going to both have an hour to just talk, talk to each other, tell each other about the day and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And then we always um, booked in advance yeah. when we're going to see each other in person, if, right? If you were going to Arizona or mm -hmm. if I was going back home to LA. Yeah. So that helped. That's true. Something to look forward to and you know when you're going to see that person next. Yeah. Make sure you put in your calendar. That's very important. It's very important to be organized with your schedule, I feel like. And like, you know, just putting it in the calendar. Exactly. Right? Making it real and then booking the tickets yeah. versus just saying, oh, yeah, I'll just stop by whenever or we'll figure it out. Like it's kind of like with friends, you know, like hanging out or something and you make plans verbally, but then you don't really... <laughs> put in the calendar or do anything about it and then it just it never happens yeah i was very guilty of that i, was <laughs> I think my, a lot yeah, of us are i would see my friends probably like once or twice a year uh -huh. um before probably starting end of last year i realized that if i don't put them in my schedule or if they don't put the hangout in their schedule it yeah. never happens um so before so now before we leave a hangout yeah we always book the next so that way we can rearrange our schedule, do whatever we need to do to make it happen. Seriously, because then it's like, oh, let's plan something a month or two out in advance. Like, that, yeah. there should be no excuse at that point. You know, it should yeah. be pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's kind of it, like going to the doctors, right? Or the dentist. Yeah, you just <laughs> book it. They don't let you leave until you book your next appointment. Exactly. It's kind of like family too. I know True. you do that with your siblings. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's one of the things that I realized. You know, I have a younger brother, younger sister, and my brother lives in NorCal. My younger sister lives in SoCal further, you know. So we're out here in LA, but she's out in San Diego. And uh, it's crazy because we seem to have grown apart for a little while, even though we were really close when we were younger. And the distance was the real reason in our heads uh, of why we weren't as close anymore or maybe we didn't know what was happening in each other's lives, mm -hmm. which was a shame. You know, I was like, yeah. wait a minute. We're like in 2020 or 2019 at the time when we thought, talked about this. There's so much technology. and FaceTime. I mean, even just the phone, right? Like Exactly. Why? Skyping. Yeah. The, it's crazy that we don't know each other, right? Or that we've grown apart. And so we made an agreement and all of us wanted to be closer and, you know, strengthen and rekindle the relationship. So we um, all decided and agreed and committed and put in the calendar yeah. <laughs> that we're going to have a call with all three of us, a, a phone conference, a video conference, and uh, we'll all get on Skype once a month and just chit chat with each other, just like hanging out, you know? And then we'll also, before the, the call ends, we schedule the next yeah. month, uh, that event. And then we also anchor in some time for a face-to-face -face type of thing, too. Yeah. So pretty important stuff. And that's helped us a lot. Uh, I feel like I've gotten to know them again. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's cool, too, because then it's a good support system. You know, if they're dealing with anything or if I'm dealing with something or just you need an extra person to hear. A shoulder to cry on or like an extra ear to to have someone listen to right yeah. it helps a lot for sure yeah and we've been doing that now over a year so really proud of us yeah 
And as for my parents, because I live with them. Yeah. Before we got married, um, that was the first time I moved out of the house. So that was really hard initially mm -hmm. because I just felt like, you know, I was so used to seeing them every single day and having <laughs> dinner with them, which was nice because we, we had a very, we, we still do. We have a very really good, good relationship. Really good relationship. I have a very good relationship with my parents and, you know, such a good daughter. I know. So for them, they, they know every Sunday morning they get to see me every mm -hmm. week, right? And so they just so that's in the calendar. I know Sunday morning I don't do anything but go home to you see you. Block my off time, like exactly. half a day for them. Yeah, every week, once a week. Damn. I know. I know you're really good about that. Yeah. I for me, I probably do maybe every other week with my parents. I'm such a bad son. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for coming by today. To yeah. You know, and that's the thing we were talking about too. I wanted to make it um, a little bit more balanced. If if I'm seeing my parents every other week, then I should be visiting with your parents every other week. Yeah. That I way think, we can alternate a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think as my parents or our parents get older. Mm-hmm. You know, or just everyone around us as we get older and, you know, we get busier. It's, it's so easy it's to just. It's just so easy to let things just drift apart. Yeah. And people grow apart because of that. Yeah. We make that, we tell ourselves that we don't have enough time and uh, we don't put in the effort, you know. Yeah. Especially when we say, hey, we, we care about family and friends and relationships. But then it's like, how much time do we actually set aside in our day to or our month or whatever to make sure we're actually nourishing those relationships. Yeah, because if you can't make a close distance relationship work, yeah, right, what makes you think a long you can make a long distance relationship work? Yeah, that's like any. Right? It's just with any relationship, I think it takes work. It takes work. Lots of work, effort, commitment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Relationships are hard. <laughs> You know, dating's easier. I'm not saying dating's easy, in mm -hmm. my opinion, but like if you don't like somebody and it's not working with dating, you can just walk away, you know? Yeah. Or it's easier, I guess, in that regard. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't dated in what, it's 11 been a years. It's been a while. So, but yeah, it was nice visiting your parents. I think they appreciate it. And, you know, we do have an old, a, a little bit of an extra bonus when we visit your parents, though. Yeah. They always uh, give they us. Feed us. They feed us. <laughs> And they give us food to take home for the next like two days. Yeah, and your mom's a great cook, so it's she is. it's really nice to get delicious food every week. But she put you to work today. Yeah, I had had to help build a bike, an <laughs> that exercise <was> fun. <laughs> bike. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm so glad they wanted the exercise bike mm -hmm. and elliptical, so they could start working out more at home. I mean, after we went back home from uh, Europe. They were so motivated about yeah. walking every day. I think my mom. Because you do a lot of walking in Europe. Yeah. They felt better. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad they adopted something new and healthy from one of the trips. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I didn't know that they were doing that after we came back from the trip because yeah. we did a lot of walking out there. Yeah, they, they told me they were walking. They, they are right now. Mm -hmm. Every day, they walk like a mile every day. And it's been, what, over a year now, right? Since, no, not that no, long. No, we weren't. Not that long. We were in it feels like it's been September. a long time. I think we're due for another trip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> yes. Soon. So how many months has it been? Um, Since September. Four? Three, four. Almost five months? Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. 
Yeah. Right? And then like them being motivated enough to want to have an exercise bike at home. That's yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I did some work, helped put together the bike. And you said it was going to be easy. <laughs> I thought. I was like, um, I don't think so, dude. Like, <laughs> you th- I said, oh, it'll be done in like five minutes, 10 minutes. I'm like, no way, man. <laughs> You've never put together one of those bikes or something. <laughs> I don't think I've put together anything. Yeah, exactly. Even when you were out in Arizona, I had to build all your damn furniture. They did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, it was IKEA furniture, though. So IKEA stuff is pretty easy. So I thought this bike was going to be mm, the same. Interesting. Yeah, it had like wires and like com- <laughs> a computer dashboard. I'm like, what the heck, dude? I just thought it was like three pieces, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I just I didn't think it was going to be that hard. To your credit, you did help out. I though. did help because I felt out. bad. You did. Because then like we got to the place, to your parents' house and... um you know, your your mom immediately was like, oh, the bike's right there in the box. And I had to go start unboxing <laughs> stuff and work out it. Like, and then you were just like hovering, doing your own thing. And then you like came by and you're like, oh, you do you, you need some help? I'm like struggling through the manual. Like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. That was pretty funny. But, but we, we did. did we did figure it out. Yeah. I think it took maybe an hour. Oh, so yeah. it wasn't that bad. And they fed you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, we had unbo hui. Yeah, and my mom delicious made a dessert. Vietnamese food, Mommy. noodle soup, spicy. Yeah, so spicy. It's one of my favorite soups, actually. And then she made you a dessert too, right after. Yes, that was after two bowls of soup. And then you got a new nickname for my dad. Yeah, but <laughs> before we get into that, though, it was funny because you your family eats very little. <laughs> really. Yeah. Do you think so? Or it's either that or I eat a lot. Maybe I eat a lot. <laughs> I think maybe it's a little, <laughs> a little, bit, little of bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, because like you guys, like your mom served us uh, a, a decent, a decent bowl. size bowl. Uh, I will admit that was a decent size bowl. Yeah. And you're, you know, like petite. So then it's, it's I can't expect you to eat as much as I do. But um, it was nice because uh, your your dad kind of realized because he saw me. He probably like felt like, oh, yeah, look he's at this still dude. Hungry. He, he looks like he's still hungry. <laughs> Because I slurped up my bowl really quick. And then I finished before you guys all did. And I was just kind of like sadly like slurping on the remaining soup in the bowl. Uh And then your dad recognized and he's like, oh, he wants more. And and then you guys asked, like your mom asked, was like, oh, would you like some more? I was like, yes. Before I was more shy about that. Yeah. You know, like visiting your parents, I'd be like shy to ask for seconds. But you know me that I could eat a lot more than that. So... I accept it. That means I'm more comfortable now around yeah. your parents, my yeah. in-laws. And we all watch you eat your second bowl. Oh, yeah. Just like my life at home. I f- it was so embarrassing because then like um, the – for sure she didn't intend for there to be a second bowl for me because <laughs> she had to go in the fridge and take out more food that she had already <laughs> stored away and reheat the soup and make an extra pot and she's like oh you gotta wait Not a little an extra bit. pot like just ladle it into yeah, the same pot. yeah 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 more soup to reheat yeah so i'm pretty sure she thought that would have been enough but <laughs> but after the second bowl i was so happy did you see me yeah yeah it was cool and then you didn't tell me though that she was going to be serving dessert that's why i ate the second bowl because i was afraid i'd be hungry you know she always gives us dessert yeah that's true either cake or something like fruits usually though no, sometimes she'll give us cake. Yeah, but last time we we had uh, food, it was it was like um, 
was it apples or something? Yeah. Something. Probably. Yeah. Probably something like healthy-ish. Yeah. So it was something light. But this time she made like a mung bean tapioca dessert. dessert. Yeah. That, that was, was really good. good. Yeah. Asian snacks. So what nickname did my dad give you? Oh, yeah. As we were walking out. And he waited, dude. Like we were still <laughs> hanging out, talking. And then um, we were getting ready to leave. And then when I was putting my shoes on, and of course, your mom gave us a ton of food again. Some of the leftovers. Sorry, she made extra actually for she us. She always makes extra. Yeah. So we yeah. had like this giant tub of soup. <laughs> she probably knew. It's like, yeah. They look hungry. You're going to need more food the way that Will eats. <laughs> she probably afraid that you're not getting enough food, that I eat most of it. I don't know. It's kind of true, but. <laughs> so then as I was leaving, she's like, all right, see you next week. Two bowls. I was like, what? No, my dad said that. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah, your dad yeah. said. I was like, what? <laughs> Did he just call me two bowls? <laughs> Not two chains. It's two bowls. Great. I was like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. You know what? He waited and he had a little smirk on him, too. That was the best part. I was like, oh, I see you. <laughs> it's because you always eat two bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean. I, I I have to be full, you know. That was our lunch. Yeah. But that brings back to the point. It's just, it reminds you that even if it's a simple hangout, right, yeah. it's the quality of the, the quality the, of the time. Yeah. The Two qual- bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm actually kind of liking the nickname now. <laughs> I might have to just own it. I think sometimes when people give you a nickname, you, you just got to own it. Yeah. Because you can't give yourself a nickname, right? <laughs> no. Nicknames are given to you. I guess I'm two bowls now. <laughs> oh, God, that, was, that was pretty good. That was good. Oh, that, that was, was good. good. And he totally caught me off guard. Yeah. Because I was me. not expecting that. Same. <laughs> like, it was like we are usually, you know, like we're saying goodbye. And, uh, you know, I gave them a hug. And then he, he taps me on the shoulder. And he's like, see you next week. Two bowls. I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> My dad is pretty hilarious. Yeah, he's he's soft spoken. Yeah, he doesn't say a whole lot typically, but then when he says something, it's it's hilarious. Yeah, like he'll shock you. It's like what the hell, dude? Like, yeah, I I was not expecting that. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So you were saying it's the it's the quality of the time, right? Because we were we were only there for maybe what two hours? Two, maybe yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, two, two and a half, half hours. Because we spent like an hour building that bike. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> the half three, an hour eating or something. Yeah, bike. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it's the quality of the time and being present. I think that helps yeah. a lot. Like none, none of us, of us were on our phones. Right. I was just going to say that because uh, that's so easy now, too. And I noticed it, too, for myself. A lot of times mm-hmm. I'll just kind of reach in my pocket just to see. Like, it's, I don't even realize, like, I'm doing it. It's like, oh, I'm pulling like reading, my phone scrolling out. scrolling through Instagram. Yeah. Reading a random article. And I'm like, wait, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You see them. Or you see these people, your friends, your family, once a week, once a couple, every couple months. It's know? already hard to get people yeah. together, right? That you article know? or whatever you're scrolling through can wait. Yeah. It's just a bad habit. You it know? really is. You, you, you kind of. so much distraction now. Yeah, for sure. So it was nice because when we were all hanging out and we were just laughing and having conversations enjoying our meal together um i felt like we were all present which we were you know you get you get in that moment and nobody was distracted we were just listening to each other talk and share opinions and funny stories and stuff so that was really nice yeah we need more of that in our lives so 
Yeah. So I think um so with your relationship, especially mm-hmm. the long distance one, make sure when you do schedule the phone the you know the phone or uh, Skype or the whatever. Skype or the the time you book to see them in person just be present True. so you can maximize that time that you do have with them right uh-huh. i think that helps yeah and it's just it's just respecting the other person too you know yeah. um being there and not being distracted or texting or watching a movie while you're talking to your partner who again if you're doing the long distance thing it's already challenging as is Uh, because you don't get to see each other as often you know and so when you do get that time together you'd better be present you know Mm -hmm. um and and make sure it counts and don't just waste it doing bullcrap right yeah so i think that's important yeah so what else what was hard for us what do you feel like was the hardest part when we were part doing the long distance thing um what was the hardest thing for you because I, I remember when when we when I drove you there from LA to I was bawling my eyes yeah, out. Yeah, it was hard. It was I an was emotional crying the kind whole of process. Time. Mm-hmm. I think it was just fear, just not having. Well, I didn't know anyone in Arizona, so just just knowing that I have to rely on only myself, right? Mm-hmm. To take care of myself and if something goes wrong. Yeah, I know I could always call my family and, and you and my friends. But when you're just out there by yourself, it's lonely, first of all. Because I couldn't call someone to just talk or just hang out with mm. if I wanted that. Um, and I was just, I think it's just fear. Because I've never lived by myself until Arizona. Mm-hmm. I always had someone to rely on. Oh, man. And all this time, I thought you were crying because you were going to miss me so much. That wasn't it? No. You wish. Dream on. <laughs> so you were excited or what? Well, time I wasn't apart? excited. I was sad. <laughs> I told you. I know. But it didn't last very long. I made friends very quickly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But and like, I, I started having theme nights out there. Yeah, that was like <laughs> ridiculous because for the first couple of months, you kept telling me this sob story about how like, oh, you know, I'm lonely. I'm lonely and I don't know anybody and I just go to work and then, you know, that's it. And then I come to find out like after a year that you were having, you know, hangouts with your coworkers, you guys were having a blast doing theme night dinner parties and things like that. Yeah. It yeah. was like meatloaf like, Monday. Wait a minute, this is ridiculous. Taco Tuesday. I forgot what Wednesday was. You guys had a, something for every, every day. Everything. Every so I was day. like, how how were you actually lonely? I don't get it. Yeah, it lasted for the first <laughs> month or so. I and that was it. And then you didn't tell me you guys were doing all that stuff. See? <laughs> Long distance. And that's the thing. It takes trust, right? Yeah. And I think um, after going through that, it helped me realize that. You know, long distance, is, it's hard, but I think you just need to um, change your perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Make it into something positive. That's true. I think a lot of times when you're in a long distance relationship or you're thinking about getting into one, we tend to focus on all the bad stuff, right? Like, because we did that happen to us too. Because mm-hmm. our initial reaction is like, oh, dang, how's this going to affect our relationship? Are we going to be able to survive this, yeah. you know? 
and people only think about what the the tough stuff that comes from it. Yeah. Without thinking about well, what can we what can we learn from this experience potentially? What can we how can we grow? Right? What are the good things that can come from it? Yeah. Yeah. I know it made me become a much more um, confident person, and that helped strengthen our relationship. Yeah. Right. I became. Misindependent. I was never needy. But, <laughs> no, you weren't. But I felt like I, I always had a sense of I relied on you for a lot of things. I think you needed to prove to yourself that you'd be fine on your own and apart. Which was. <laughs> yeah, fine on your own and, and to be apart from your partner yeah. without feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do. Because I've seen people like that too in relationships where – um, they have to do everything together. And then the moment they're apart, or let's say the other person is on a trip or whatever, right? They're not available to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. They don't hang out with anybody else. They don't do anything. They're, they don't know how to function. They're even afraid to go out on their own. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to me. But again, I'm not trying to judge. It's just I, I've, that's what I've seen with people. And I feel like it's much healthier if you're able to be an independent person on your own. Mm-hmm. And having the partner is enhancing, you know, your your life, not like someone that you have to, like you said, depend on depend all on. the time yeah. for happiness or for whatever, yeah. you know. So, yeah, no, I'm totally proud of you. You know, that experience was, yeah, that was really good for you. I felt like you, you when you came back um, from Arizona, you grew a lot as a person. And yeah. your confidence was definitely confidence. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that helped so much. Because mm-hmm. now after that, living there by myself, not knowing anyone, you know, I knew that I only need myself to be able to survive, to be able to make myself happy. Um, I was confident. It made me confident enough to make friends out there. Yeah. I to think socialize with people. For sure. And I think being a part, it also like allows you to appreciate the other person a lot more when you actually get to spend time with them or see them in person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think what also helped was we started treating that year that I was away as an adventure. Yeah. That perspective shift, like you said. Yeah. We started exploring together when we we were When I came out to visit. Yeah. And I would explore maybe the area or the place ahead of time. Uh So when you came out there... I took you to certain spots. Yeah. Well, it kind of helped that we were having theme nights too at yeah. work. <laughs> we were exploring the city. Exploring the city. So that was cool. That was cool. We found that, um, what was it called? That noodle place. That was uh, my favorite. Magic noodle. Magic noodle. If you're in Arizona, make sure you Tempe. check. Tempe. No, that. Wasn't it? No. Chandler. Oh, Chandler. Chandler. That's what it was. That's the Asian area. Yeah, the Asian area. <laughs> That was good. Is the only I, place I we saw Asian there. restaurants. <laughs> yeah, but there is a, the old Chinese man making the noodles by hand. Oh, my God. That was their logo, too. Yeah. It's the best. Handmade, like, fresh noodles. I love that, that place. That was good. I want to yeah. go back. Yeah, but I, I think, um, you know, like we were saying, it's just changing your, your perspective about the long-distance thing. Go in. Treat it like an adventure. Use it as an opportunity to... Yeah. Um, try different things. Um, maybe, you know, just also appreciating each other a lot more when you do have that time, right? Yeah. I think you miss that person 
you know, so it, it helps when you do see them. And that for sure makes a big difference. Because when you're seeing the same the person all day long, every, all the time, and you don't have any alone time, yeah. it's a little much, you know, even now being married, we still give each other our alone time. I think that's important in any relationship. <laughs> time away from each other. I love time away from each other. Yeah. Because I enjoy it when you go on the boys trips. Yeah. Speaking of that, remember that I have a bachelor trip coming up for one of my friends. Yeah, We're going to Cabo. Yeah. Oh, you already have it in your calendar? Yeah. Wait, why do you have it in the calendar? So I can book stuff. <laughs> Spa days. Girls night. Girls night. Girls weekend or something. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's Nails so done. crazy. Like sometimes I feel like you're more excited for when I have <laughs> these trips than I am just because you end up booking something for, for yourself and your friends. Or magically, like, I have a trip. I have a trip too. Yeah, all of a sudden. It's oh, weird. honey, I'm going out of town too. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, that so same weird. weekend. <laughs> yeah, you love that. Yeah, I do. It's yeah. good. Time away from each other is good. Hmm. Right? So then that way you have stories to tell me, I have stories to tell you, mm -hmm. right? It's good. I think also like when you're in a long distance relationship or again, if you're thinking about one, you have to go in with the right expectations. Yeah. So you can't go in just assuming it's going to be easy um, or that you don't really have to try as hard or treat it the same way as if you were there in person. Because it's hard, like physically not being able to be with that person. I don't yeah. know how some people do it for, like, yeah. for long periods of time. Yeah. But that's how you have to plan these things, right? I think that's what helped us too, right? It's the planning. Mm -hmm. And we knew exactly when we were going to see each other, exactly when we were going to talk. Um, we knew, you knew when I was traveling. And like right? you said, there was an end date too. We knew there exactly. was a timeline that. Yeah. We could say, all right, by this date, you're going to be done with your residency or, um, and you're going to be back home. So yeah. there was an end point that we could look forward to also. Yeah. But what if there's no end date? Whew. So you're just kind of dating and they're not sure if they're going to stay out there? Yeah. What, no. What if you met someone, let's say, I don't know, at a party mm -hmm. and you're dating for a little while now. Okay. And they live in another state. Ooh. And you live in another state. <sighs> I mean, I think it, you got to have to see how the relationship progresses. So, like, maybe you start with the long distance thing just over the phone or on the internet, right? On a video, video Skype or something. Mm -hmm. And you're hanging out and then you, you really feel like this is something that you can see going forward, yeah. like a future then you probably have to just talk about it. Just be kind of blunt, like, yo, what <laughs> where do we where are we what are we trying to do here? So how do you decide who moves where? Do well That's between the two people. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna be easy. Cause then like imagine someone's they're both like working or they have careers. Somebody's gonna have to give something up. Yeah. It basically means someone has to be willing to make that move or, or that he change. Just pick the center. The center. The center. I don't think anybody <laughs> wins in that case, though, unless because then now true. you're both having to uproot yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Well, I think that's something you have to talk about with your. Partner. What would you do? What were, what would we have done if we were in that situation? Let's say you were originally out in Arizona and I live in LA, and 
you know, we met uh, at a through mutual friends or something. Depends. Where's my family at? Let's say your family is in Arizona. Oh, that's hard. I can't leave my family. I think that's the hardest thing for you is yeah, the family. It's the family. Family situation. Like if you're, what if your parents were cool with moving out to California too? Ooh. I think I would leave then. So for you, it's the biggest thing holding. It's a family. Yeah. If they're willing to move. Mm-hmm. What about now? Like uh, kind of an aside. What like what mean? about if we, if even though your parents are here now and it, we're not talking about dating, but like because we're married, what if you found an opportunity for a better career or job or whatever in a different state? I don't think I would move. I'm such an LA girl. So for you, it's not. It's just, I think. When I'm here in California and LA, it feels like home, you know. Mm-hmm. Even when I moved to Arizona for a year, it maybe because I knew it was temporary, but I never felt like it was home, home mm-hmm. for me. It's just because I think I grew up here in LA. Um, I know my way around. I love the diversity here in Los Angeles. Yeah, right. I just love like just being able to go to. And like a a restaurant and like just we Italian, have we have everything Italian, um, you know Thai, Mexican Japanese, food, everything Chinese, yeah, yeah. and I love Middle that. Eastern, Armenian, like yeah, yeah. It's pretty hard to leave LA. It is. I mean, we put up with a lot of stuff here, though. It's expensive. Uh, we do I mean, with we a lot of traffic. Pay, pay, <laughs> we pay a premium for it for being here. Yeah, definitely. But I agree with you. It'd be really hard. It'd be really hard for yeah. me to leave. Just love it too much. Okay. But so then long distance wise, I mean, that's a tough one. You know? Yeah. Um, I think it just depends. Like I said, someone has to be willing to give. It's like in every relationship. It's never completely equal. No. And someone has to be okay with making or um, for the sake of the relationship to maybe kind of take one for the team. Yeah. As it were. But I don't know. Like... I don't know how that would work. That's hard to win. I'm glad we were able to be on the same page about it, but I could see how um, if there's a disagreement, then mm-hmm. maybe you can't really move forward. That's I don't know. That might be a um, that could be a deal breaker. A deal breaker for somebody, yeah. but it's better to find out, you know, early on than exactly. before you get really deep into the relationship. Yeah. So are you saying that's something they should discuss maybe a little bit? early on i think as soon as you guys know like i'm again not saying like let's say in that scenario right you're Mm -hmm. two people two different states and you met at a party or whatever right and you're just getting to know each other that's okay you're probably going to need several dates or or hangouts you know (laughs) uh virtual hangouts before you feel comfortable enough to have that kind of talk but Mm -hmm. uh so i'm not saying like on the first one is like hey would you be willing to move out like that doesn't make sense you know no one would be that crazy to just be like yeah i don't know you and i just met you but yeah i'll I'll uproot my whole life and move out you know to where you are so i think you got to fill it out and just kind of see where things are and if let's say you you've been talking to each other for a couple of months and it's like hmm maybe i should bring this up let's Mm -hmm. talk about this because it's something you have to deal with or think about at some point if you're thinking there's a future yeah if this is just a hookup or just casual dating then yeah then there's no issue yeah that's easy yeah 
right? But if it's someone that you do see so a future with, I guess it, with, de- it depends on the the relationship then. Of course. And how and how far you want to take that relationship? How far you want to take it? Where do you? What's the future? Do you see a future with that person? Yeah. And like you said earlier, it's like, is this something that you're willing to invest time and energy into? Just like whether it's a a, um, a long distance relationship or not, but especially when it's a long distance relationship, because there are more challenges with that. Yeah. Right. And it it takes a lot of trust, too. Yeah. And you just need to go in knowing that it'll be a challenge. It's something that you two have to be willing to work through. Right. Mm -hmm. Make a compromise or like a lot of issues. Right. With whatever it may be. Yeah. It's just being able to talk it through. And that's a test maybe, too, about how well you guys communicate. And that's if there's something that there's no clear answer on, like, how do you deal with conflict? Is someone willing to, um, you know, again, like I said, for the sake and of the relationship or the peace to be mm-hmm. still between there, the two people, that someone's willing to back down a little bit? Or is it going to be a clash, you know, because sometimes two really strong personalities, if you can't agree on stuff, you're going to be butting heads and no one's willing to back down. Yeah. And then it starts getting personal. That's when you start calling each other names. And, and that's never pretty. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. But I guess in that situation, it's easier for someone to then realize like, okay, well, we can move on, right? But that's because you had the conversation at least to find out. Yeah. Or if it's a deal breaker, then at least you know. And you're not wasting time. You're not wasting time. time. You're not wasting time. That's very important, right? Yeah. And if you can't can't see yourself moving out to another um, city or state Mm -hmm. and that person is an absolute no, then it's a no. Yeah, like in your case, right? Where you said (laughs) if your parents are here and you want to be close to your parents and you're not willing to leave the city. No. Then, okay, it depends. If it's drive, driving distance, maybe to San Diego or some... But it has but, to be in California. See, but that's the thing, right? Like, if we were having this conversation, yeah. there's some negotiation or some room for compromise, you know? Yeah. Like, if I said, oh, well, what about, like, San Diego, two hours away? Yeah, then I'm re- willing to negotiate with them. Because versus still- completely out of state. Yeah, or, like... Depends. If it's like San Francisco, then it'll be probably a no. It's too mm-hmm. far. But it's only an hour flight. <laughs> there, oh, but there are airplanes nowadays, you know? Yeah, I know. But I don't want to always have to book a trip home. You can't go as frequently. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't San wanna... Diego, you could do like a, a, I could a drive weekend. Home. Yeah, you can drive every home week- every I weekend. Could still drive home. If you wanted to. That's a big commitment. Yeah. But it's still doable. I can't drive home from San Francisco. On a whim, just like, all right, let's yeah. just pick up, uh, you know, and go. Yeah. Hmm. It's nice, convenient. So is there any advice that we can give to people out there? Yeah, I think um, what we talked about, right, is to be present um, when you're he- talking or hanging out with that person. Make that yeah. time count is very important. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Um, the thing, other thing is to be very organized, yes. put in your calendar when you're g- going to see the, the person next. And when, make it consistent. Exactly. When are you going to talk, if virtual or in person? Um, and, the, and also have a realistic expectation going into the relationship. 
and knowing that it's going to be difficult. But Not all rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, exactly. But that's with everything. <laughs> every relationship. That's with every sure. relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Communi- especially important here. Yeah, communication uh-huh. is key. Yeah. Right? And compromise. Right. And if you try all that and it and still it, doesn't work or, you know, there's still a lot of conflict, then maybe the relationship is just not right and you need to move on and stop wasting your time. Right. That could save you a lot of time, energy, money, heartache. Heartache. Yeah. And then time, and most time. importantly, right? Time is very important. The thing you can't get back. Exactly. Because imagine you guys avoid that topic and you're, you know, you might be feeling good, especially early in a, in, in dating you're on your high, right? Yeah. You're you're in love or you have a crush on somebody and it's like, it's all fun. You're always talking about superficial stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you could be doing that and nobody's wanting to deal with the elephant in the room and it's like a year goes by, two years goes by and nobody's addressed that issue. Like, hey, so <laughs> where are we going with this? Yeah. Right? Better to find out early. Yeah. So- that's the biggest thing. Always yeah. comes back to communication. Communication. God, why is that so important? <laughs> I don't know. It's hard though. It is. It's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. I think that's why most people prefer not to talk about it or pretend it's not there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think that kind of wraps things up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else to add to that. No, let us know what you guys think. Yeah. If there's any questions or anything like that. Yeah. We'll we'll get we'll share what we know and not saying you have to do it our way, but what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe to us <laughs> and like our channel. Below. Like our channel. Ring the bell. Subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. All the stuff. Social media. Until cool. next time. Bye. Bye.